Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet e-l-e everybody love everybody this is your home no judgment zone welcome to medicine ball i appreciate you this week's episode and the season finale Season 3, Episode 20, The Conductor. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen and ladies, this is going to be the end of this season, Season 3 of Medicine Ball. Um, It's needed. I'm, I'm going to give you all a rundown real quick. Um, Honestly, you guys, I am tired. <laughs> I am exhausted. I am overwhelmed. And I am humble enough to say that and realize that in order for me to be most effective and continue to do what I feel like, honestly, God has placed me here to do. And that's just to like be the voice of reason to speak with people. I honestly feel like in through many, many, many situations that I've previously talked about that God has just made it to where I'm able to heal people in certain cases and certain situations just by speaking with them. So when that's placed on you, that is a big responsibility. However, I do realize that diligence of work is something important. And when it comes to the podcast, the audio version, in order for me to be more effective and grow and be able to get my merchandise more seamless, to be able to switch the website over into WordPress, which is what I've been working on, in order to continue the video production, which I've been working on. Uh, God has blessed me with more music production opportunities. I got to make beats. In order for me to fully be effective with all of that and just be the best version of myself, I need a break. Now, all of that is compounded on top of, you know, regular life responsibilities. If you've been following the show or know me personally, I was blessed with the promotion. But with the promotion and more money comes more responsibility and uh, more growth just as a person. So that is a lot. I'm not Superman. And 
honestly, I've had a couple of days where I could like feel my body doing something weird. So I'm like, all right, cool. I need to take me a little break. All right. So um, that is not a reason to be um, down or, you know, bothered or sad or anything like that. What you can do is follow me on all my social media platforms at Medicine Ball LS and the number three Medicine Ball LS and the number three. Uh, piggybacking off of that, shouts out to y'all. Uh, I had a goal on Instagram of 5,000 followers by June. It's the middle of July, and I'm at about 4,200. Nothing to wave a stick at. And um, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. Building a following from scratch when you're just talking about mental health is hard. And a lot of my early on success when it came to following and support came strictly from the fact that I had networked and had all these connections with people, you know, via the music game, via the party promotion game and things of that nature. I, you know, I'm, I try to be a charismatic, you know, likable guy, but a lot of my following and growth came off of the music production and who I was in the music industry. So it has been very tedious. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Um, sometimes I look at it and be like, man, if I was talking about music, I probably had like 10,000 followers, but you know, this is here for what it's for and I'm going to keep pushing. Um, that did me a lot of good to see that, but all of that to say, y'all go follow me on on all my platforms because, uh, I will still be dropping the video, right? I got some things in the work right now with clubhouse and starting a room. It takes organization. That's why I need to direct my attention to these other places as well. Um, I have some things going on with some more giveaways, right? Uh, attach it to the newsletter, a relaunch of my website. So please make sure you go follow me, like, subscribe, share. I have the medicine ball group. All of that good stuff is out there. And uh, I've been, you know, on it, trying to grind and get it out there to where it's fairly easy to search and find. So without any more, let's get into this season finale, which is also part five out of this five part leadership series. Let's go. All right, so we've kind of been talking about leadership, and I've been relating a lot of it to my own situations in life, professional-wise and outside of my nine-to-five-wise, and so forth and so on. And I want to give a quick little rundown. So first, we talked about leading from behind or humility. Uh, the second thing we talked about was true lies or perception. Uh, the third episode or the thing we talked about was squad goals, you know, uh, knowing your squad and how to relate to them and build with them and bond with them. And the previous episode was Art of the Ear, how to listen perceptively um, as opposed to just actively. And this one is about trying to bring it all together in a few different ways. So this episode is the conductor uh, because some of those things that we just ran through, you have to be able to bring those together harmoniously and be able to work. And sometimes if you are dealing with a job or any kind of goal, because the thing that a leader and a conductor understands is it's, a, it's about the end goal, the overall piece, right? And as I was uh, putting together this entire leadership series and I started looking at the things I was talking about, um, I started thinking about kind of a, a orchestra or a musical conductor. And the job of them is to direct the performance of an orchestra or a choir. So when I think about, you know, when I was thinking about being a leader and kind of putting this together, I was thinking about being up there and holding up the It's almost like that, right? Uh, especially when it comes to leading others, let alone implementing these strategies harmoniously. 
So I got to thinking about, uh, you know, back when, and I've said this on, I told this story on a previous episode, when I played violin and when I started off very early, I knew about music, notes, scales and all of that, but I didn't know the full depth of it, right? So I would just be looking at, and I had multiple conductors, a majority of them were females, but there was a male and it was just like, something didn't fit right with me. I was like, man, this man sitting up here, he got a whole suit on. He's the the, the center of attention. And it almost looked like he, he bossing you around and he's waving everything and all of that. And I was like, and we just playing. And I had to think about it for a second. And as I got older and got more in depth when it comes to music production myself, but just like, you know, going to college and taking like music theory and that kind of, that kind of nerdy stuff, I started realizing like, Yo, the conductor knows the whole piece down to the note, to the step or the beat, right? For the, you music heads out there from where the instrument should be coming in and at what time. And I further understood that just like if I were to have to go up there and, you know, play the orchestra again without some type of conductor, I don't know if it would sound as smooth. I think we would be able to get through it, but I don't think it would sound as smooth because I started thinking about it and being like, well, even though it just looks like he's waving his hands, that stick, like, I remember the practice, like, yo, when he point that joint over there and look at you, that means get ready, start playing low, and then bring it on up. And even as he's, you, they do their hands like, and bring it up, even though you might not feel like you're doing so, it's, it's directing you to play in harmony. And I started thinking about how leadership is about pulling these strategies together, right? The humility, the selflessness, the, the listening and so forth and so on, which in itself is a battle that most people can't get by. But when you do that, now whoever you're trying to lead or utilize and get the best out of in a righteous way, right? You have to be able to utilize them in their best. You got to know what mood they're in, what's going on in their life what their best skill is when they're best at that skill some people everybody's not always like somebody who's just gonna be excellent some people perform better under pressure some people need a little kick in the butt some people need a little heat up under them some people who are procrastinators actually you know that's a that's a pressure or a clutch situation that you're really putting yourself in and it might be a sign of you being somebody who performs well under pressure now i wouldn't say milk it but just something to think about and be aware of so as I started looking at this and going through my own things in my life, so let me take a pause for a second. I talked about this briefly previously on uh, some of the other leadership episodes. I can clearly see situations that God is placing in my life to be a leader and to pull everything together and kind of conduct it. And this whole leadership thing is just really, really loaded because a lot of it is about manipulation which I did a little bit more research on and I guess manipulation is when you're using somebody negatively so that's why I choose to use conductor but you're still trying to control and direct somebody's performance or their actions so when you're in a situation like that the first thing you got to understand is like everybody's not going to come up to you and be like yo you're the leader um you know we think that you're capable of handling this uh you know help us out they're not going to know. Very rarely are you going to get somebody who directly comes up to you and say that. But somebody might be like, hey, I'm a rapper. You know, anybody who does this or somebody might come up to me or that that I'm cool with and they're a stylist and I can see it and they just need a push. Or somebody might come up to me and they're an artist and they and I see the possibilities for them to get their artwork in museums and in stadiums or even branch out in the clothing and they may not see it. 
but they're bringing this stuff to me and kind of speaking to me about it. And I used to be thinking in my mind, like, yo, that's dope. But like, what you telling me for? And it took me a while to realize, like, yo, these pieces are right here in front of you. <clears throat> now, I don't want to get into an all black thing or an all white thing, but I want to get into an all us thing, an all righteous thing. And in my um, particular field, if I need an artist or artwork, I shouldn't have to branch out to somebody I don't have a relationship with or somebody I know. If I need to do something business wise, I have those people in my face. If I need somebody to do some shoes or something like that, I have those people right around me. So it's kind of like when people are still coming to you and they may be successful in their own regard, but you will kind of have you become more aware, right? More selfless. Uh, spending time trying to figure out what your gifts and blessings are, you'll be able to see some of this. And, and part of the biggest part of being a conductor is like, you got to humbly lead. You have to humbly be the front guy. Nobody likes a boisterous or a braggadocious leader, right? So that's just a side note on just like a situation of how you could conduct things outside of just a leadership role. But here's something else that I thought was really dope. So y'all know me, man, as I'm looking up, like I always try to get the definitions of the stuff I'm talking about, et cetera, et cetera. But while I'm looking it up and while I'm thinking, I'm like, man, a conductor has something to do with the transfer of energy. So I dug a little deeper and I found out that the definition of a conductor when we're talking physics is it's an object that allows particles to flow freely. Right. It also passes along a charge. It allows electrons to flow freely. And when I started looking at that and oh, and it was also talking about um, capacity, your capacity to do so. Right. So it allows uh, particles to flow freely and it passes along a charge, but it also judges your capacity to do so. And I was like, wow, that's pretty much a leader. You're the spark. You're passing along a charge. You have to have a high capacity for the stuff you're going to go through and face. And that's why I read off that scripture earlier. And that's what I'm going to get into real quick. Um, I just wanted to tell this. And then we're going to talk about three ways that you can become um, a better conductor. Right. But it's like it's tough. You got to have the capacity to maybe have somebody insult you and be able to look right through it and be like, number one, they may not be mad at me. But number two, they may be having a bad day. Then you have to think on another level. So is me checking or chumping them or telling them about themselves? If that going to lead to the overall goal, if that is that going to lead to the overall vision, the overall peace, the bigger picture? Probably not. You're going to feel good for chumping that person out for like five minutes. And then when you realize that you still need to get the best out of them, right, when you still need to conduct their performance, it's going to be harder than it was prior to you, you know, releasing that little entitlement of feeling good of chomping somebody off. You're going to have bigger problems than that. So I want to go into three ways and three things that you can do to become a better conductor in regards to being a leader, but also just a better conductor of your life. All right. Season three, episode 20, the conductor. Three ways. Let's go. Number one, man, you got to have a guide or a good example and i talk about this a lot when it comes to implementing new strategies ideas and things of that nature it really starts with humility but y'all know where i'm going with this my guide and example as i've been experiencing more and more success in my life has been none other than jesus christ now if you want to holler at me about that or or i'm not even gonna say debate but you want to challenge it you can hit me up i'll come on any show whatever you want to do and, and we could discuss it 
on a logical and on a spiritual level. But the thing is, I think as humans in general, and this goes back to entitlement, we have too much confidence in our abilities and our situations. And what often happens, I said this previously, is we may be doing something the wrong way or the unrighteous way or taking shortcuts, and it might actually work and get us a profit or a gain a few times. But in the long run, it's not going to work out. You're going to become too confident in yourself and your abilities and you're going to fall on your face. So number one is you got to have a good guide or an example. Me, I chose Jesus Christ. And I've talked about it plenty of times, man. I don't care what you really think about the scripture, the story, it was who it was written by. Bro, it's a story about good and evil. Nowhere in there does it say Jesus went and cussed somebody out on Facebook or Jesus, you know, ripped his brother off for $5 or Jesus uh, beat his kid. It don't, it don't say it's none of that in there. So I can get with that good story. I know it's more than a story, but if y'all want to take it there, I can get with that because it sets a good example. We don't always know. And especially as a leader, I think um, it's important that you understand you're going to fail. And those failures are really lessons in learning. And even that humility and that understanding comes from the scripture. You have to have a good guide to go uh, to follow behind and base yourself after because this builds onto number two. Number two is you got to stand firm on your foundations, beliefs and principles. And if you're not basing them off of something that's righteous and legit, you're going to get smoked sooner or later. It's only a matter of time because you, you a lot of times paralysis by analysis. Now, let me say this. It's okay to think about things and specifically pray about them and bring them to God and be patient for his answer. But when you start overthinking things, when you start, you know, um, letting doubts creep in and you start to question things, uh, the devil is the king and author of confusion. Like and a lot of times, like if we don't even want to take a religious aspect, right, let's just take a right and wrong aspect. Man, when you start second guessing and and overthinking it and maybe thinking you should have did it this way, what slowly starts to happen if you don't have a control over it is you will try to edit something that you have already done, a, a decision or a move that you have already made. And in the process of trying to clean it up or go back and do it a different way without fully letting it play out, you're more liable to mess it up even worse or, you know, have the outcome of it be worse off than you probably think. And that goes back to number one, having too much confidence in your own abilities without a proper guide. But it's also going to keep you from having conflict within yourself about yourself. I know me as a leader, a lot of times, if things or a conversation may not go, you know, amical, like I really be thinking about the stuff that people be saying. Like, it really be making me quite like some people will just lie and just like and it might be a defense tactic. Right. They might not know any better. And I'm not saying that makes it right, but it's possible. And in some situations I've run into the things that are being said are so outlandish that I actually start to doubt and think about myself like, yo, what did I do? Nah, man, you have to start off with a proper guide so that when you make decisions, you can still affirm on your foundations and your principles, regardless of the outcome. Because if you're dealing in a righteous way, man, you may end up losing a job or something like that because you're trying to do it the righteous way as opposed to the way that this world tells you, man, the world's messed up. Look around. I ain't taking no advice from the way of the world. I'm not a friend of this world, man. I say that all the time. Number two, man, you got to stand on your foundations, your principles and your beliefs. All right. 
Number three, and I've already made a, a mention to it multiple times. You have to outside of even your own feelings, right? Because sometimes we can't trust our own thoughts and feelings. Outside of even that, you must keep your eye on the bigger picture and understand the bigger goal. And I believe that that's what truly separates the levels of leadership or the levels of where you position yourself is the ability to understand things on a larger level than the person who you may be, you know, leading or conducting. You have to understand the bigger picture and the bigger goal. And the reason for that is because you got to stay almost tunnel vision and focused on it. You're going to need it when you run into situations that are small wars or small battles that could possibly throw the whole bigger goal or the whole bigger war. And you have to be able to fight through that and realize what your bigger goal is and stick to it. And a lot of this goes back to your foundation, you know, who you're basing yourself on. Um, who is it that you really want to be? And those things of that nature. So hopefully I was able to give you a few tips to help you on this leadership journey, part five and finalizing this leadership series, season three, episode 20, The Conductor. This is the season finale, but Fred Knight will be back. Go follow me on all my social media so you can stay up to date with all of the things that I will continue to have going on and all of the mental health and life hacks that I will continue to provide for you guys, all right? Yo, maybe you're somebody who just had thinks you've tried everything. Or maybe you're somebody who things against you have been so overwhelming that you just simply stop believing in yourself. And as a good leader and a good person, you have to realize that sometimes all people need is for somebody to believe in them. Yo, if you need it, I believe in you. Pick your head up. Keep going. I promise you the things that are beyond your wildest imagination are always on the other side of that adversity. All right. This has been the final of season three, and this is season three, episode 20, The Conductor. I love y'all. Go like, subscribe, share, spread this to somebody who may need it. Until next season, I love y'all. Stay up. Yeah, yeah.